You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we got our 15 minutes back on the clock. This is a subject that we do, we, we help golfers with every day, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes all day, <laughs> but it's, it's an important aspect of the golf swing and it's the lower body rotation. It's a hot topic. Rotation's a big topic in golf in general. Uh, rotation's like, uh, the beauty. new lag. It's, it's like beauty money. It's like, you almost can't yeah. have too much of it, right? Yeah. You can't be too pretty. You can't be too rich. Um, but how you go about getting it is all the difference. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, it's like what people is the go-to when they're working on their swing. Oh, I need more hip rotation. I need more hip rotation. Um, and, and like normal, the devil is in the details, and it, it's just way more than just turn as much as you can on the back swing and turn as much as you can on the way through. Um, you know, this episode's about rotation, but I think we can put in, you know, that I think most golfers leave out the fact that there's some tilt in there that needs to happen. Otherwise all the rotation in the world is pretty much just useless. Yeah. Sticking with our, uh, really cheesy, uh, analogy, you know, with, with beauty, if you know, there's that show on, I forget what network it's on, uh, called botched, you know, where the, the plastic surgeries go wrong, people trying to get more attractive or more beautiful or whatever. And they go about it. They get the bad plastic surgery. We've seen a lot of bad botched rotations. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and it, it creates some ugly golf swings. Like if you botch how you get or go about trying to get the rotation, you know, it's no different than getting a bad nose job or a bad facelift. It's not going to be pretty. You're not going to be happy with the results. And most often you're not going to get more rotation on top of it. Yeah. And I, I think people, um, they, they forget that, you know, the ultimate goal wouldn't to be, you know, they want to be way open at impact. That's kind of like the new lag, right? Everyone was trying right. to get lag. Now everybody's trying to get wide open, right? And, you know, they have this thought in mind that they're trying to get the maximum amount open by the time they hit the ball. But that's just not, that's, that's not what the best players do. The best players in the world don't achieve maximum rotation until the club is kind of around, you know, chest height in the follow through. Right. It's just been ingrained to fire the hips from the top of the swing and leave everything else behind. Heck, I tried to do it. You know, I was doing that when I was growing up. I mean, I, this, everything comes full circle in golf. I've been trying to fire the hips since I was eight years old. Now it's cool again, right? To get, <laughs> to try to get way open, <laughs> you know, and, and I've had, you know, I had, um, you know, one of my players, Doug Barron come in and I was like, Doug, what are you trying to do me? He's like, I'm trying to get as open as I can at impact and you know he was achieving that but it was this kind of spin out and the hips were level at impact so he was he's a good player right you have to be real careful what you ask a good player to do because they can actually do it so he was achieving that 
But when I put him on gears, I was like, well, you know, you don't have the corresponding tilts and you're a little bit too open too early. It's just a classic spin out gets the club in a bad spot. So um, trying to get as open as you can at impact is, is way overrated. There's so many other things that need to happen in order to hit good golf shots. And actually it can kind of ruin your golf swing. Okay. You're, 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 you're modest. So you're leaving out the important part of the story. That was when you guys first started working together. Mm-hmm. And now since then he's had a top five finish at the senior British and he's won his first PGA champions tour event. Mm. Now, what does he say about that? He says the rotation is the most overrated thing in golf. Getting open at impacts, <laughs> the most overrated thing in golf. He's like, I'm trying to get less open. I'm like, thank you, sir. <laughs> and when, you know, most people are scratching their head and they're like, well, well wait a minute. You know, you've got to be open to play good golf. And yeah, there are players like Roy McIlroy who are 50 degrees open with their hips on a driver. And then there are other players that we have in our database who have won four or five tournaments on tour who are under 30 degrees open. Oh, one of them, not, not to mention one of the straightest hitters of all time. All time. And has all, he has too much shaft lean at times. So, you know, it, what are you trying to get open for? And whatever the answer to that is, we can show you golfers who don't get that open and have all of those traits. So if you're sacrificing, if you can physically open and it's no big deal, we have some LPGA girls who are like different, completely different human beings relative to men who can get way past 80 degrees open, right? But people walking the earth can't really do that. If you sit at a, if you work for a living and you sit at a desk or if you just have a normal nine to five job, that's pretty much off the table for you, right? Even 45 degrees is pretty much off the table for you. But trying to get to to numbers that aren't that attainable physically will really make you do some bad things with the club. You start getting that club hitting out early. You start swiping across it. So, okay, if you do get open, you're not going to like the results. Yeah, it's, you know, if you have to have the flexibility and the movement. Like my hips, the way my hips are, I they just, I've been assessed quite a few times by physical therapists they just don't rotate a lot just the way i'm built so i don't get wide open but i hit you know i'm a good ball striker and i know my where my pelvis needs to be as far as how open it gets at impact it doesn't need to be wide open but i get within kind of the the window um and in the work you know when i was growing up i was trying to crank them wide open it's one of the reasons i hurt my back so you know, not only was it hurting my ball strike and I wasn't hitting the ball as well when I tried to do that and fire my hips as open as I could, I got injured in the process. So, you know, go and get measured. We'd love to have you come in with us and get a gear session. You know, let's get measured. Let's see where you are currently. And, and maybe already you're open them enough kind of in the window that we look at. And um, you don't need to focus on that anymore. Wouldn't it be great to focus on something that actually helped you with your swing instead of chasing these, going down these rabbit holes for something that's not going to give you any benefit, even if you were to get 45 to 50 degrees open with your hips. So I think that's the best part of knowing and measuring. It's like, okay, listen, your, your hips are plenty open. Let's go to work on this swing plane club face so that the hip rotation you do use can benefit you somehow. And what's the, what's typically an issue in your golf swing? What do you have too much of? It's shaft lean, right? Absolutely. You can get way too lean. It, it kind of messes up your angle of attack, dynamic loft, and all those things. So it's not getting open doesn't give you – like golfers want to hit the ball solid. 
that has been very evident to us since we've been doing AMG. They want to hit the ball solid more than anything else. And part of that is having shaft lean. Part of that is controlling that dynamic loft. So the logical assumption made by a lot is that, okay, to get that, I need to get way more open. And that's not the case. Yeah, you just need to be very slightly open with the pelvis and the torso in order to get shaft lean. And it has a lot more to do with kind of how you're working the wrists into the ball when you're coming mm-hmm. in, the way you release the club. Uh, that, that All that stuff of where your pressure and weight is an impact, all that stuff has a lot to do with shaft lean. Uh, I would say that just pelvis rotation has very little to do with shaft lean. I've got juniors that can open the hips 90 degrees at impact, and they're flipping the club more than anybody. So exactly just right. to say that that is what's causing shaft lean, it has a lot more to do also getting the lead arm off the chest. I mean, there's so many more things that you need to be focused on and just firing the hips. You know, and and – once you got the club on plane coming out of the top of the swing out of transition, your body is going to be more like encouraged to open up as much as it needs to. I mean, you don't, you, right. you know, if your club path is good and your hips are 25 to 30 degrees open and you got shaft lean, beautiful. We're running with that. That's your golf swing. At that point, it falls within the windows of kind of accepted ranges that we look at. Um, you know, it falls into our, we have an AMG swing system where we look at all these things on our website. And, you know, if it falls within the range, Hey, let's run with it. Let, let, let's let's put that part of the swing away and work on something that's really going to help. Oh, you're 100% right. It's not, you know, it's not, we're not chasing tour averages, right? The, first of all, that golfer doesn't exist. Yeah, tour There's average no, has never been my favorite thing to think no, about. No, we, the range we look at is the way windows. more useful. Yeah. We look at the ranges, and most people listening to this podcast can be in the range of a professional golfer with rotation. Yes, they can. And, you may not be at the high end of the range, but you don't have to be. Mm-mm. So you can be in that middle to low end of the range and play incredible golf. Certainly beat the snot out of your buddies on the weekend. Yeah. Right? Which is uh, which is a lot of fun. And you can tell those guys <laughs> to keep firing their hips. That's right. Now, that that's getting open at impact. Now, we see, especially from golfers who are, who are older, golfers after they turn 50, you know, our senior golfers, which I'm proud to be a part of now, trying to get more rotation in the backswing. Yeah. That's also a huge issue for golfers that we see every single day. We have guys that come in who are 65 to 70 degrees open, or not open, closed with their hips. You know, they've rotated their hips 65 to 70 degrees in the backswing and then are struggling with why they can't get more club head speed because of that. Yeah. And, and no, that, that those are the guys that are, you know, squared impact, right? They've at best. Yeah. You've only got, uh, let's say 0.25 seconds, 0.2 to 0.25 seconds on the downswing. So if your hips are 60 to 70 degrees rotated on the backswing, the best you can do is maybe get them back to squared impact. So, you know, we want a nice blend. Let's say you go 40 on the backswing. Let's get 40 on the, the impact position. If you got 30, you know, it try to, it should be a little more of a blend there. And I think in the name of distance, people have been taught to crank their hips on the backswing as well. It just doesn't work like that. There needs to, there needs to be a nice matchup of hip rotation back and through. And if you're trying to turn them as much as possible, you're sacrificing the hip tilts, which we can get to in a whole nother episode. But if you're able to turn your hip 70 degrees, 70 degrees, you're sacrificing the proper tilts of the hips and getting the pelvis in a good spot, uh, which is going to cost you club head speed and club face control. Because if you're at zero rotation and impact, that is a problem. 
exactly right. And if you're if your hips are at zero, the rest of the body is going to be massively shut. And that you're causes get, the you're flip trying to, and the roll. Yeah. If you're trying to hit it straight, you're going to be flipping and rolling, and you're going to have all kinds of issues. So getting more turned in the backswing, you have to have enough turn, but getting more turned in that 65 to 70 degree range is going to severely limit your ability to produce distance, not increase it. So yeah. think of it in terms like uh, like we say all the time, it's time and space. So somebody like Rory, who without looking at his numbers, I believe is 40-ish closed in the backswing, 50-ish open right. in the downswing. So he covers 90 degrees of rotation in that quarter of a second. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, does he, I think he has the fastest hips that's been recorded. Yeah, it's like 750 it's degrees It's an incredibly fast. So it's, it's way up there. He's a rare human being that can cover 90 degrees in that amount of time. Most guys on the professional level are going to fall in that 65 to 75, 80 degree range in that quarter of a second. So mm-hmm. if you're a guy who doesn't play professional golf for a living and who's not 25 years old with a flat belly and you know eats berries and nuts all day, and you're a guy that sits at a desk and you're trying to get 75 of that 75 degrees in the backswing, good luck. There's just no time. I mean, there's just no time to get. You just run out of time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It happens so fast. So start thinking about your backswing rotation. One with the tilting in mind, because that's going to be way more beneficial from your, for your speed than any arbitrary number of how much you're able to rotate. And then two, Think about it in terms of total rotation from the top of the swing to impact. You want to have that kind of, like Sean said, that kind of equal distance of backswing rotation, downswing rotation. You don't want to have 95% of your rotation that you can execute in the downswing to be all just to get back to square. Yeah. Because again, we still have to deal with the upper body and the club, and those are things that are going to be way behind where they need to be. Yeah, it needs to be some some symmetry there. And just a, a drill you can do, just to kind of pay attention to this, put an alignment rod through your belt loops, kind of so it matches your belt in front of you. It'll stick out a couple feet on either side of your body. And get in your setup position, cross your arms over your chest, and make a turn. And you can kind of pay attention, you know, get it to 40 degrees, let's say, in the right side of the, or the trail side for, you know, golf, right-handed golf for the right side of that stick should get a little higher on the backswing. And then on the fall, you know, the impact position, the left side of the stick should get a little higher and you should be about the same amount at impact. So you can kind of use that stick as a gauge, just kind of pay attention to where that is and your brain will start to learn, okay, I don't need a ton of rotation to make this golf swing work. No, and just with a minute here left, I think you hit the nail on the head when doing that drill. Do it without the club first. Mm. Put the club across your shoulder so you can really isolate and not be distracted by the arm movements and all the those ball things. in the club. Yeah, you can really isolate what the pelvis, what the lower body is doing because if you get, we talk about this all the time, if you get the lower half of your body working correctly, man, it does it clean up a lot of what happens above it. Absolutely. If you can't get the foundation where it needs to be, you're just going to be frustrated trying to get the rest of it figured out. And, you know, it's often overlooked. We see videos and images and pictures, and we always focus on the club and the upper body and this and that. But a lot of times we forget about how important that base is. Yes, sir. There's no doubt. All right. That covers lower body rotation. And we'll touch on this a bunch going forward, but it's certainly an introductory. And, you know, think about it 
relative to time. We all have that kind of tiny window, less than a quarter of a second in most cases, to execute that downswing. Think about what you can cover, the ground you can cover in that quarter of a second. Sean, anything else we need to cover here? I think that's it. If you know someone that needs this or it can help them, please share it with them. Uh, we're trying to help as many golfers as we can, and uh, you can help us do that. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We'll see you all in the next one.